There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Monday mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning, all you sexy humans. Thank you for tuning in to the Mizzy Bender Show. And of course, you're listening to Mizzy Bender. I hope you guys have had a fantastic weekend. I am a day late on putting out my podcast. It is Tuesday. And uh, there's a few reasons for that. And so I'm kind of like thinking through it. And I'll chat through all of it now. So uh, this podcast is going to be all about our travels to my Minter Party's 6th Annual Winter's Kiss. That's, was, um, that was in Rhode Island. And so, let's see, where did our time really start? So, it really started on Thursday because this lady traveled in from PA where she is and she came to us and then we all traveled out together on Thurs- on Friday, rather. Now, a few things that were a little bit different than uh, normal on this particular trip is DJ Greg usually travels with us, but he had some, uh, you know, a different commitment. Something popped up and unfortunately he wasn't able to uh, you know, make it out with us this weekend. And so, you know, there was some shifting and, and some change ups with that that particular time, uh, you know, with our DJ this go around. And then also we've never had Miss Lady specifically travel with us. She usually, uh, you know, travels independently by herself with her team. But, uh, you know, as we explore what our relationship is and, you know, how we kind of work in this little poly unit of ours, we thought it was a really great time to start segmenting, uh, segregating or separating out personal time with one another so we can really have an understanding of how we flow and all that. And not for nothing, sometimes when you're in these poly units and there's like a hierarchy and you know, different relationships and how they all interact, you don't really get to spend that much time with your people. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. A lot of times I've heard there are very scheduled kind of outlines to how these things work. And so, you know, that's kind of where we're at. And of course, it's super fun to be able to travel with the three of us together because our businesses are so far intertwined that it's just easier to have conversation and kind of like brainstorm and and figure out different things together. And, you know, when somebody starts thinking something, it's so much easier for somebody to just jump in there and like carry on the thought or see a different perspective or tonality that you can't really get from a text message. So, you know, that in itself was really great. Um, we also, we haven't had to, we haven't spent such personal time with that. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm like jumbling over my words, but we haven't spent personal time like that with Miss Lady since like last summer, just because, um, schedules changed, lifestyles have changed, uh, you know, a lot of different things really happened. So it was a little bit more difficult for us to allocate specific time alone with each other. We have had time together while we were traveling to Mindbender parties and and actually different events together for, uh, you know, vending and Miss Lady doing her dungeon and Miss Lady work. Um, we've had that time together, but nothing like this. So this was, it was really, 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 really awesome. And, and I'll break through some of it. So Thursday night was spent really just, you know, shooting the shit. She arrived kind of late. It was like maybe like 9 PM or so. 
so we kind of just like sat at the table and kind of caught up on things that have been going on and you know smoked a bowl smoked a blunt whatever it was and legit was just really 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 chill which was great because you know friday sometimes when you have a travel day it could be exhausting but we did change up not having um, our meet and greet at the billiards on Friday night. So we didn't have as much pressure, uh, you know, to make sure that we got to the ske- to the ferry on time and, and, you know, all that other stuff that kind of <laughs> gets a little bit jammed up on Fridays for us because sometimes our time management gets a little bit wonky. I, I don't understand why, but it does happen. Um, so Friday, we were supposed to depart at like 2 p.m. maybe. Uh, yeah, it was a 2 p.m. ferry, which means that we really have to leave our house around like 12-ish because you have to get to the ferry a half an hour ahead of time when you're going on with a car. And especially with the trailer, uh, we really need to make sure that we don't miss an opportunity to get on the ferry because you, it's the chances of if we miss the ferry, there's chances of us getting on a standby it makes it more difficult just because of the length of vehicle that we're working with. If you're a car, a basic car, uh, you know, you the chances of you getting on a standby are, you know, pretty good. So I always get a little bit stressed, but since we eliminated the billiards, it, it made it a little bit easier. And so um, we woke up, you know, I wake up early. So I was up on Friday morning kind of doing, you know, my thing or whatever. And then Miss Lady had woke up uh, shortly thereafter. So her and I were just kind of chit-chatting in the morning. Let me tell you something. The fucking weather was extremely extreme. The wind, the rain, I was really nervous to go on the ferry because we had uh, maybe like three three events ago, the ferry was just absolutely fucking ridiculous. It was like one side to the water to the other side to the water, one side to the water to the other side to the water. And that was not a pleasant uh, go around. So I was definitely really a little bit nervous uh, as it was, you know, as the morning was going on. But thankfully... Uh, you know, that kind of like settled out and it, it worked out okay. There was only like one spot, one time on the boat that was like a little bit rocky where, you know, the whole bar was pretty much like, oh shit, like here we go. Like give us our drinks so we can prepare for this fucking, you know, ride that we're about to have. But it legit, it, it like subsided within like maybe seven or eight minutes and, and then it was easy sailing. So it really wasn't bad. But we ended up uh, we ended up not taking the two o'clock ferry out. We ended up going at three o'clock because Spencer was waiting for a shirt that he had uh, purchased specifically for the event. And, you know, like deliveries have been all over the board. They are not on time. You know, I don't know what's going on with the Postal Service and UPS Service and all these different things. Uh, I'm sure, you know, the world's just a little bit bonkers right now. But he was really looking forward to getting the shirt and he was uh, you know, tracking it and everything. And it just got to be the point where we did have to go and we couldn't wait any longer for it. Uh, and then he was really, he ended up, it turned out that it was fine because by the time UPS ended up giving us an update, they delivered the wrong package or something actually strange happened. So it was good that we ended up going and not waiting for it. Um, so yeah, so, you know, we got down to the ferry and it's usually really pretty down there because, you know, it's right on the water and, and going over to Connecticut is a beautiful ride. You got the submarine, uh, base and, you know, the, the houses on the water are just absolutely beautiful. Like it's just a beautiful ride. So we always go and we sit in the bar and we order our food and we have a few drinks or whatever. And we get over and we drive to, uh, we stay at the La Quinta. We usually get, um, we always have a hotel block under mind benders at the La Quinta when it's time for our events. You know, we try and provide a discounted rate for everybody, you know, because it's it could be an expensive weekend, you know, you're you're buying an outfit, you know, you, you whatever it is that you're doing, 
you know, you're traveling, you got your room, you got the entry to the to the event, you know, it's it can be a little bit. So we try and do everything that we can to make it more affordable for everybody. And a lot of people, a lot of, you know, community members really like to stay at the same location. We don't specifically provide an after party, but we do provide a location for you guys to all be able to hunker down and either pregame together or, you know, continue on the party afterwards. A lot of times people are like, oh, we can't wait to see you at the, the hotel afterwards. And what ends up happening, truthfully speaking, it's just a very exhausting day for us, right? Not only, you know, do we have our travel on Friday, which actually before I get into that, let me go back to Friday night and I'll finish that out. So uh, Friday, you know, we get over, we went to the hotel, got set up. Uh, we were there probably with just enough time to be able to like freshen up some, take a half an hour break and, you know, get ourselves dazzled up to go to dinner. Now, we love going down to Federal Hill. It's just a really great location for the summertime. The wintertime, it's really great too, but definitely more for the summer. It's just lively, and you just feel like you're in Italy. It's just a really, really remarkable, cozy kind of location. And, you know, like when we're traveling, we really enjoy places and moments like that because, you know, why not optimize things that you don't have close to home? Like we really like to embrace, you know, the whole experience and make sure that we're enjoying each moment on top of the craziness that we have going on around us. So we did meet up with Holly and Jim and we went to this really great, um, really great Italian restaurant, had some drinks, we, you know, ate, it was, it was really lovely. And then we went over to the Foxy Lady. It is a local strip club in Rhode Island. Um, the way that the reason why we ended up there is because we have a really good friend um, who's uh, who who's a good friend close to home on Long Island. And when he heard that we were going to pro, you know to to Rhode Island to do our event, he's like, oh, you know, I have. Um, I know some people over at the Foxy Lady. I highly recommend going there. You know, you would really like, you know, the club. Now, we've, I mentioned it, I think, the last time, or I mentioned it somewhere, that we've been trying to go to a strip club on Long Island for a while, but we can't because, uh, or maybe we can now, um, but because of all the COVID mandates, they were requiring a vaccine card and a few other things that we just didn't have. So, you know, we weren't, we haven't been able to attend. So when the opportunity struck that we were able to go to the Foxy Lady on Friday night, Spencer was like, fuck it, let's go check it out. It came highly recommended. Uh, You know, why not? It's something different. We haven't done this yet before. So we're like, sure, let's do this. So, uh, you know, we get there and legit, um, the gentleman was right. It is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful location. Um, you know, nicely lit decor was really great. Um, the music was really flowing well. The girls were sexy. Uh, there was a few different stages and then like there was the VIP area, which we were seated in. And then there was like the back, um, you know, maybe like the back dance floor where you could get personal dances. I actually don't really know what goes on completely back there. I know that they were doing lap dances and stuff back there. I would imagine that it's just lap dance is not a VIP, but I could not confirm that at all. Uh, We were up in the VIP in the main area, and that was really great. Uh, The only thing that I found to be a little bit strange 
at the start but then I understood like as uh you know maybe Jim and Spencer were kind of like explaining it to me you know I loved to dance so like I was dancing like when we were you know just waiting to come into the club and one of the guys was like listen sweetie like I know uh you know you're pretty energized and it seems like you want to dance but you're not allowed to dance here I was like is this footloose are you fucking with me what are you talking about I honestly thought he was joking no, he was not joking. You're not allowed to dance there. Uh, only the girls are. <laughs> and so I understand, like, you know, you're going to the club for a very specific reason, and it's for the girls to be the highlight of the evening. So I get it. But I was just really taken back by that. And, you know, for that one reason alone, I probably I would go back there uh, knowing that with a larger crowd of people and having a different mindset. But it kind of threw me for a little bit of a, a swirl because I was like, oh, dang it. You know, I was really looking forward to kind of like, you know, letting loose a little bit, letting some energy out because it's been fucking forever since like I've been out of the house and I've traveled. And, you know, so I was like, really like I was ready. So, you know, whatever. It, it still was a really great time. The drinks were really great. The girls were great. The service was wonderful. You know, everybody was super respectful. So I do highly recommend going there. That was my only little thing. But, you know, Spencer uh, really made it happen by bringing us to platforms after we finished up at the strip club. Because he's like, oh, you know, you'll be able to go dance a little bit. We'll be able to go see, you know, Joey say hi that we're here and kind of just like do our regular check in that we really like to do and take it from there. So that's exactly what we did. And he was right. Like dancing a little bit there was exactly what I needed. And uh, then we ordered a pizza and had it delivered to the hotel and went back and, you know, kind of hunkered down. I think that maybe we probably, it was a, it wasn't a late night, I don't think. I, I can't imagine it was, but I don't really remember. Saturday, we woke up. It was, you know, very lazy kind of day. The setup really was between Spencer, Miss Lady, and myself. Holly and Jim had other commitments. Usually, like, you see them in all the social uh, posts and everything like that. So they weren't with us this time. And, you know, DJ Greg wasn't with us. So we were down to only three people. Uh, so I have to tell you, this is one of the reasons why my, um, like, I don't know, maybe the thought the podcast was delayed some, or maybe my thoughts just weren't in order because I was kind of like all over the board, right? I was kind of nervous that the DJ switch up was happening. I was kind of nervous that we didn't have all the people for us to do setup. But then, like, as I started thinking about it, I was like, wait a minute, stop for a second. Stop stress, you know, stop getting into your own head. Spencer and I used to set up the events strictly on our own from start to finish. And it used to be so much more of a setup because the location we were using uh, was actually, you know, so it, it, it was larger. Maybe not, uh, it, maybe not larger, but there were so much, there were so many more rooms and so much more, uh, like, decorations and Back then, it was a very different style that we had brought, right? Because when I had entered Mindbender Parties and we were at a different location, I stepped into kind of like the different things that was already of Mindbender Parties. But my opinion, when you step into a different role and new people come on, you learn new ways of working and you knew, you learn new ways of kind of, you know, presenting your events and stuff like that. And so I changed up a lot of, you know, maybe the decorating structure, where we decorated and how we decorated. Because, you know, sometimes a little is so much more and more impactful in the right areas. And so that was kind of my thought process. And not and not only that, the location had, uh, you had to go up a uh, flight of stairs and these stairs were 
fucking so steep. And, you know, we have bin after bin after bin, the speakers, the fucking equipment or whatever. I mean, that that setup alone was a workout. Like, you would go to the gym for fucking five days in, like, you know, a short setup period of time. So when I remembered that, I was like, girl, why are you stressing out for? Like, remember, you used to do this all alone. So this is going to be just fine. And so I felt so much more comfortable. And it was... And, and truthfully, we ended up getting the setup done in like two hours. So I don't know how we ended up accomplishing it sooner, probably because we really just like got down to work and we, you know, didn't have so many smoke breaks or we didn't have a lunch break. We kind of just like went our own ways. Spencer went and he started doing, you know, all the lighting and Miss Lady went and set up the dungeon. And then I set up, uh, you know, the boutique, even though the boutique is a much, you know, a much, much more condensed version. You know, I bring tumblers, I bring butt plugs, I bring some glass dildos, uh, some of the erotic games, some more segmented items that are really hot sellers in that territory. Uh, And try not to overload the actual event dance space. Um, And that that actually works out really well for us. And so, you know, with all the different setups and everything that we had going on, we were equally able to get our get our specific area set up. And then Miss Lady and I were able to go and help Spencer finish up the miscellaneous things. So like I said, we finished it up in like two and a half hours, right? Now, what a fucking crazy, crazy, crazy day, right? The day before we had like this wild rainstorm with fucking wicked wind that I was like, oh my God, then it turned out to be, you know, sunshine and beautiful and it was great. And then all of a sudden, these fucking snow squirrels or whatever the fuck they're called start coming through. I mean, I never in my life saw anything like that where all of a sudden, you know, we're, what ended up happening is after we finished the setup, we ended up going to um, this place to eat. I forget what it's called. Maybe like Iron something or another. It's kind of just like a... Um, you know, sports bar or whatever, but they have really tasty food. So Spencer, I think, was looking forward to going there because he mentioned it a few times. So that's where we ended up going for lunch. And as we're sitting there, the news came on and was like, you know, expect for like one inch intervals of snow to come over the next, you know, 15 minutes. And I was like, no way. I, I don't believe it at all. Now, my brother and my sister are back on Long Island and they're telling me, you know, because like we talk 24 hours a day, my my chat between my siblings and I. So you know, we usually have a play-by-play of what's going on in our lives, even though we're, like, so separated in our locations. Um, so they're telling me how this snow just, like, came through, and they were showing me videos and everything. I'm like, this is fucking bonkers. So I was saying to Spencer and Miss Lady, I'm like, if I see something like this, I'm like, I feel like it's gonna be an anomaly in my life right now. Like, this is, like, crazy. And sure as shit, a few minutes later, here comes this fucking crazy-ass blast of snow. I just was like, this is remarkable. And then, of course, you're like, oh, shit, you know, is this going to impact tonight? Like, are people still going to want to come out? Because we have people coming from state after state after state. You have Maine, you have Massachusetts, you have Connecticut, you have all of these New England, uh, PA, New York. I don't even know what all all the surrounding states are, but I do know for a fact that we had uh, humans from every single part of the New England New England territory, and it made my heart uh, beyond happy because I was like, motherfuckers, we are reaching different, you know, New Hampshire. I mean, so many different locations, and it just makes your heart smile, right? Because uh, hey, the more the merrier, 
and it just is absolutely beautiful to see people travel and just want to be you know on a mind bender adventure and be part of what we're doing it really is just sensational and so you know I was really worried that those you know that we're gonna have to come far we're gonna get a little bit nervous about the travels and everything and I was surely mistaken uh you know it was a thriving event and uh all those humans that came from all the different locations just were very happy uh from the feedback that I received anyways that's what it seems um about you know being there so that really worked out now I do want to go back to uh the hotel now because uh, I started to share about how we you know, have the hotel block. And a lot of those are always like, I can't wait to see you back at the hotel. We need to make plans. We need to do this. But what those, what many people don't realize is, again, it's a really long day, a really long weekend. We come in on Friday night, you know, we come in on Friday. This time was different because we had personal time, which made it a little bit less stressful and a little less, um, energy uh pulled or uh depleted i should say um because you know we weren't entertaining so that was a little bit helpful for me but you know it's it's still long we got to pack the trailer we got to pack ourselves we got to drive you know to the ferry which is about an hour away from my house it's an hour and 20 on the ferry then it's a 40 you know 40 minute drive to the hotel then you know is go to the club we got to un- unpack the the trailer we got to you know it's just like all of these different things so we're pretty much Sit, and I have to say, you know, Saturday was the shortest setup that we have. We are normally at the club until probably maybe like five o'clock or so. So we don't normally have that much time in between. So normally, you know, and this time around, uh, you know, it was a little bit, you know, less pace and stuff like that, which was really great. Um, but then, you know, we have to go, we get ourselves, you know, cleaned up. We get back to the club around like 830 and, you know, we start getting things going. For some odd reason, this time around, I had the worst bout of anxiety. Now, normally I get a small wave of anxiety before the event is going to start, maybe like 15 minutes before the door is going to open. I kind of just get like a few butterflies in my belly and a little uneasy and uncomfortable. And then I go and take a baby shot of Fireball because yes, I do take a half shot. So I don't take full shots ever. Um, I try and pace my alcohol intake tremendously. So uh, you'll hear me at the bar anywhere we go it's not just at the events it's any time in life you'll you'll hear me ask the bartender if I could have a half a shot or just give me one shot and two shot glasses so I can pace it out um what's it called so but this particular but on Saturday night for some reason it honestly was not working I don't know what the fuck was going on but I legit had to go cry in Miss Lady's arms for uh, a short few minutes for her to kind of like you know find a breathing rhythm with me and kind of you know kind of toned down whatever was going on and I just was really just like in a very chaotic state of mind and I don't know if it was because um you know the DJ chain you know that we did have a new DJ uh that I I honestly I, I don't know really what it was but it was definitely a really really bumpy start for me and it it was difficult for me to get my headspace back. And that's really difficult when you're trying to run an event and keep hype up, right? And so this was one of the things that made me hesitate on putting out the podcast because, you know, you sit there and you think about like, what are the things I should share? What shouldn't I share? 
but in my perspective, you know, this is what happened and, you know, this is my life and sometimes anxiety is real and, you know, sometimes people freak out and you don't even know why or you don't know how to control it and, you know, and so I was like, fuck it, you know, it is what it is and this is what happened and so... I'm not embarrassed for it and I don't feel bad about it, but I am okay sharing about it uh, because it was kind of a bit of a challenging uh, moment for me. And after some time went by and I was able to kind of get into some dancing and just kind of like occupy my my mind, um, I was able to kind of like, you know, get out of the funk some. But there were a lot of new people and, uh, you know, so many people to say hello to and, for some odd reason it was it was a difficult night for me and I was very overwhelmed and so it 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 was really great I had a lot of fun but it was but there were these few hiccups that like I was you know kind of managing through and you know sometimes when you watch the crowd and you see just like their smiles and their happiness and you know some of the feedback that I was receiving was just so really helpful to keep my mind focused and moving forward so it it really turned out to be wonderful. It really wasn't bad at all, but it was a bit bumpy to get to the start of things. And so, uh, you know, that's my story with that particular thing. And so keeping things like this in mind, you know, now my mental state is a little bit, you know, kind of, okay, it's a little bit bumpy. Girl, pull yourself in and, 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 you know, figure this out. Of which I cannot really show that, you know, while we're at the event, right? Because that would be miserable of me. And so you do the job, you do the best job that you possibly can to internalize it and and do your job, right? Because I'm there to do a job. I'm there to make sure you guys are having fun. I'm there to make sure that, you know, people are enjoying themselves, people are safe, that this is, you know, that it is a great environment. And so by the time the night is over, I'm exhausted from dancing because sometimes what I like to do when I see maybe the dance floor has gotten a little bit quiet or something or, you know, I feel like maybe we should get a little bit more energy pumping because there is some flow that goes through the night, right? People get there and they're very casual and they're very laid back, right? They're starting, they're getting their beverage, they're getting their mindset in order, they're kind of observing other people, they're getting a flow for the music and they're getting a feel for kind of like what's happening around them. So it kind of starts easy, right? And then some of the beverages start flowing or maybe one person's a little bit more bold than the other and kind of starts a little, you know, sexual energy flowing and stuff like that. And so you have these waves where you have hardcore dancing and then you have people that kind of, you know, went into the back room and, you know, the dance floor cleared out a little bit and, you know, they're taking a break and going to get their drink before they, you know, so there's like all these different flows that go on. And so, you know, you kind of know when it's time for the next, uh, you know, flow to flow in per se, right? And so in those moments, I do really like to go back onto the dance floor, uh, you know, kind of, you know, engage everybody some, find the sexy ladies and kind of, you know, get everybody bumping and grooving and stuff like that. That's fucking exhausting. You know how, exa- how tiring it is? I mean, I I love to like passionately dance. Like, I don't think that I know how to like calmly dance. Uh, I don't even know if I go with the beat most of the time. I don't even know what the fuck goes on most of the time when I'm in my zone. I just am kind of doing my thing and whatever. And uh, normally, probably like two days later, I'm like, what the fuck did you do? I feel like I got hit by a freight train because my body hurt so much from all the different ways I was moving and stuff. I don't know. But it's really fun for me. 
So, you know, so then you have the event that goes on from nine to two and, you know, you're doing all these things and, you know, you're making sure everything's flowing. You're, you're, you're keeping your business flowing. You're personally having a good time. There's all these different things happening. Then the night ends. Well, we still have to break down, right? We still have to, well, okay, so all the shit that we just brought here, we have to take it down. Uh, we can't just keep it here. So normally we're at the club until like 3, 3.30 doing additional, you know, things, trying to get everything like all, you know, straightened up as much as we possibly can so it's not a really long day on Sunday because Sunday has to be a travel day for all of us. And as you might have heard, it's like a three to four hour travel, you know, for us. It's not like it's just around the corner. Uh, and, you know, then, you know, Spencer goes back to work and on Monday morning. So there's a lot that, you know, we kind of have to manage or whatever. So by the time it's, you know, by the time we are going back to the hotel after an event night, like we're Beach Street, we barely even want to talk to each other because we're just, you know, kind of processing all the different things that went on. Is there any feedback? Is there anything that we need to kind of, you know, chit chat through tomorrow? There's a lot of stuff that like we're kind of managing through. So it really does make it difficult for us to try and connect with anybody after the event is over, you know, because then again, you know, like I said, then we're back up on Sunday morning, we grab a quick breakfast and then we have to go and we have to finish, you know, on, um, you know, packing up the club and everything. So we are normally out of the club by like 2 p.m. so we can get down to the ferry and we, you know, and and I think we usually take like a four or five o'clock ferry depending on, you know, how everything falls. So it's, it's just a really long time. So I just want to make sure that people understand that like when we're, you know, at the event weekends, it's not so much that we have so much free time and we're not trying to dismiss you in any kind of way or, or really make excuses for not coming back to the hotel to hang out. It's just, it's a very complicated, uh, you know, timing for us. And, and we just can't do that feasibly. It's just, it would be, it would just be inappropriate from a work standpoint, because we wouldn't be able to meet all the expectations of cleanup and everything that we need to do if we, if we tried to add anything else in, in between all of that. Um, so that's really that. And then, you know, Sunday was fantastic because it was just, uh, you know, we went to breakfast and Holly and Jim were with us uh, for breakfast and clean up on Sunday. So it was really great to be able to spend some time with them because we haven't seen them uh, since I keep saying December, but it was really New Year's. Uh, so it was it was good to be able to spend a little more personal time with them before we all had to depart and stuff like that. So um, well, that was like kind of the weekend, I guess. And, you know, by the time Spencer, Miss Lady and I had gotten back down to the ferry, it was probably like three o'clock or something like three. I don't even it was somewhere around there. And it was really, really beautiful. I did take a, a Facebook live tour of some of the boat. If you wanted to go find me on there, it's just Mizzy Bender's page on on Facebook. But uh, there is a lot of live footage, actually, that you can go view on there. I tried to take before footage. Well, I did. I didn't try. I did take a live video of like what the club looks like before going, uh, before we do the changeover, and then what the club looks like after the changeover. So if you're ever curious as to what Mind Bender Parties uh, looks like and, and, and a feel for the vibe and flow, go check it out. Uh, not to mention the fact that I am starting to create a blog on mizzybender.com to capture all the different footage that I can't really put on Facebook because social media has become such an issue on sharing information and being able to just promote the things that we want to. And not even that. I mean, there's only so many social media posts that one can put up there without somebody being like, bitch, stop fucking posting on Facebook or wherever the fuck you post. <laughs> so I just 
just thought it would be easier on the trip weekends for me to take everything that we captured and and put it into uh, a picture format for you guys to now visually see of which my thoughts are going to be a little bit more enhanced of course because as I see the photos I remember something a little bit different or I can explain something to you a little bit different and you can kind of just get a different feel for it so well I guess with that, the next place that we're going to go is to New Hampshire. We're heading up to Fusion Party. Um, it's their white event, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it because as I just mapped out for all of this stuff this past weekend, this is going to be the first time that we get to go independently and hang out and just party, and that is going to be fucking fun. And I'm almost certain that Miss Lady is traveling with us also, so we'll have another opportunity to make some memories and moments and uh, you know all that kind of stuff, and I'm really looking forward to it I think um, so that's March 11th weekend so March 11th and 12th we'll be up in New Hampshire and as I mentioned before I, I haven't been to New Hampshire before so this is going to be a new one for my uh, my map listing so I guess guys this is it uh, you know I've been kind of spewing some of my brain and a little bit of kind of how things went this weekend if you're curious and have any questions about anything the best form to find me is at www mizzybender.com you can find every single one of our business units from there my bender party is mizzy's boutique my only fans um, it's all segmented in one place for you it is also located on the wix app where you can have like more engaging kind of conversation and uh you know there's just a little bit more to that so um i would love for you to follow me on there because this is going to be the way that i can communicate with you more and this is going to be my biggest transition away from social media and sharing so much more with you in depth through my own website uh so until next time you guys i'll talk to you real soon